Um, so we're here with Vincent Valdez, um, and this is Fernanda Espinosa recording an interview for um, the Archives of American Art at the Smithsonian Institution. Uh, and this interview is for the Pandemic Project. Uh, Vincent is joining virtually from New Heaven uh, from a fellowship that he's doing uh, during this time. Um, and Vincent, if you want to introduce yourself and just uh, let us know how you're doing. Um, also, sorry, today is uh, August 13th of 2020, which I almost forgot to say. <laughs> Go ahead, please. It's been a long week. <laughs> um, yeah. well, it's it's uh, good to see you on here, Fernanda. Uh, my name is Vincent Valdez. Uh, I am speaking to you live from New Haven, Connecticut where I have been in residence at the Next Haven Fellowship since June of 2020. Um, I will be here through uh, the summer of 2021. Um, I am a Texas, Texas native, born and raised in San Antonio, Texas, was living in Houston for the past three or four years. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Great. Hey. Um, welcome to this virtual space. Um, so uh, as I mentioned, uh, we're trying to uh, capture and document uh, observations and um, perceptions from artists during these uh, really tough uh, times and over the last few months. Um, so can you just tell me a little bit more about that? Just generally, um, how have you been uh, coping and what have you been doing over the past few months? Well, 2020 for me has by far been probably the most challenging, difficult year of uh, my lifetime uh, and career. Uh, I think as, as it has been for uh, probably many of us throughout um, the planet. Um, for me, it has been um, most difficult of circumstances because both personally um, and professionally. I, uh, I, I, like I mentioned earlier, I've been in New Haven since January um, and it was difficult already uh, pre-pandemic to leave Texas because uh, my mother had been ill uh, for the past three uh, years or so. Um, she recently passed away uh, about almost exactly a month ago. And um, so it was, you know, it was extremely um, rough to not be able to be down in Texas with my family um, at that time. Um, but, you know, there, it's really challenged me to um, find ways to keep sane and keep myself grounded and on track um, to keep myself safe and healthy. Um, while also figuring out um, other methods um, to be present for my family, my siblings, my father, um, my, my relatives. Um, you know, and I, and I would say that um, one of the most surreal um, aspects of this experience has been um, trying to come to terms with um, you know, not only things like my own mortality and, and the clock that is forever ticking, but as an artist in the studio, you know, it's really forced me once again to 
kind of step back and reevaluate, you know, what it is exactly that I'm doing and, and most importantly, what it is that I'm saying from here on out. Um, and so already in the studio, a number of different um, new approaches have um, been uh, propelled forward, I think, propelling me forward um, every day as I walk in here. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the new approaches, um, both in your art and also your personal life? You know, I, I think one of the things that has um, in a way surprised me the most, you know, something that I never really anticipated might occur uh, over the span of the last 20 years of making this kind of socially, politically charged work. Um, I never foresaw that at a moment like this, um, when, when my um, usual subjects um, would be most pertinent at right now, at this moment in time, I would have assumed 10 years ago, five years ago, that this would be my moment, that this would, I would have so much more um, desire to run into the studio and make this very confrontational, um, you know, impacting, visually impacting work. But it, for me right now, it's been quite the opposite. I think for one of the first times or, or the first time throughout my career, if not lifetime as an artist, I have gone a different route. Um, and I have started to step away from um, my familiar subjects. Um, and I've began, began creating a series of drawings every single day. I add a drawing to this large wall in the studio um, and I've turned to basic um, traditional portraiture in a sense of faces that I am surrounded by here in the Next Haven community and family in, in the community of Next Haven, or I'm sorry, of New Haven. Um, I've even started turning to uh, a large series of portraits of creating, uh, of my family, of creating a family tree titled La Linea. And so what I started to see, I'd say after the first, you know, by, by March uh, in here, um, was that the studio started dividing and the very first concepts and visuals that I was turning out as early as January were now uh, sort of subconscious. I was subconsciously placing them to one side of the studio and on the other side of the studio were these portraits that almost started serving as guardians. These intimate portraits of just these faces these that carry a sense of pride and dignity and warmth um, and security. And, uh, and it really struck me um, you know, as um, especially um, at the moment that my mother passed, because I started to realize that maybe perhaps for me, there was some sort of subconscious preparation, this intuition that had been preparing me since February, March, April, um, for what was coming. Because when I needed, um, these people the most, not in a literal sense, because I'm all I'm always very isolated, you know, um, in the studio as a painter, and you know I'm somewhat 
introverted anyway socially, but for me, the presence of these, um, these individuals, these figures, these humans in the studio were really um, these pillars of strength that were keeping me, keeping me up and holding me together. And, uh, and that was something entirely brand new for me, you know, um, and it's really helped me to, to reconstruct in a sense, you know, conceptually um, about where I go from here and about what I'm putting out into the world, right, from here on out. Um, so in my conversations um, with different folks around the pandemic, uh, something that has come up often is um, the sense of losing loved ones and not being able to actually uh, be there in person to send them away. Um, has that um, come up with you and your recent loss? And also, I'm really, really sorry to hear about your mom. Thank you, Fernanda. Um, no, I, I would say it's, it's once again actually been extremely opposite of that. I, the day after my mother passed, I created a short film for her um, that was extremely difficult to put together. It was based after a collection, an extensive collection of old Super 8 millimeter film footage that I had collected from my parents and my grandparents that nobody else wanted over the years. And I had them all digitized a few years ago and what a gift, what a gem to have now. And so I sat there and created this five minute short film about her life just in silent footage um, and, uh, and, and was able to provide and present that to the family, to my family back home in the church during her service. That was my, um, my gift to her at my send off. And, uh, and then the day after that, I began a, a painting of her. It's the for first portrait I've ever done of her. And, uh, and so in so many ways, I was struck by this sort of um, some sort of spiritual presence of her um, and my own reckoning of feeling like I never really sent her away now. She's even closer to me now than she could have been physically, right? And so um, it's, been, it's been a blessing to walk in the studio and see this image of her that's in the very first stage is a line drawing, but it's her. You know, I light a, I light a candle for her every uh, day while I'm working. And that's something that I've never done before, you know, and, uh, and so, uh, you know, it, it has been somewhat of a, of a um, torment at times because I will be working in here and then all of a sudden I get hit with this tsunami of emotion and it really, reality really sets in that she's, that I'll never be able to, that, I, that she's not actually gonna be home when I return home someday. She was the captain of that household, you know, and, uh, and so, you know, a piece of me died with her. And, uh, but I feel so extremely fortunate to have the opportunity um, to um, be able to create, right? And, and to create a presence for her in my own space and in my own life from, from here on out till, till the last day that I'm around. And, uh, and so um, that, you know, I, 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 I am totally grateful for that. And I, I can't be more thankful um, 
So yeah, I, I don't feel like I, it, it was, I don't feel like I sent her off, you know, um, or that I needed to. I, in a way I, I felt, I, I tried to explain to my father and to my siblings that in some strange way, I even felt grateful to not be able to be down there because I didn't need to see the shell that was once her, right? I was able to make my peace from up here. Um, and I think that it's an amazing way the universe works sometimes, you know, that way the stars just line up for whatever reason. And, um, you know, I, I asked for her blessing when I found out that I got into Next Haven because I knew she was ill. And I told her I hated to leave and that I was, I was afraid to leave her. And, um, and, uh, and she gave me her blessing and said, you know, you have to go. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll always be grateful for that. Um, so these guardians that you've been painting, mm -hmm. that you have in your studio, um, who are they? Well, um, there's several ongoing series. I mean, I think one large portion of um, this new sort of concept is uh, based off of these very uh, fast renderings where I do one a day for an hour a day. And it's, um, I'm documenting uh, every other artist in residence here, uh, including the two curatorial fellows, their spouses, um, the staff here, even the, the sort of mascot pit bull that belongs to the director here. Um, eventually I'll uh, expand out and I'm gonna start documenting um, the boxing, the community boxing center next door and all the, the young fighters and the trainers. Um, and, and I'll just keep growing from there uh, on, on a larger scale, I've, I've been working, I've used this time to chip away at a series titled The New Americans that I've, um, it's something that I've been wanting to execute for the past four years. I am considering The New Americans, the third and final chapter in what I am titling The Beginning is Near, an American trilogy. Uh, it began in 2015 with a 40 foot painting titled The City that confronted, um, white supremacy in America. Um, the sec chapter two was created in 2018, titled Dream Baby Dream. Uh, chapter three is, um, in my opinion, the most monumental, um, important chapter of the, of the trilogy. The New Americans will consist of 21 Americans scattered around the nation who I've been searching for, locating and collecting. Each one of these individuals um, like the, uh, the drawings, the small drawings, uh, become a, my own personal uh, chronology of what cities I've been, of where I've been, of who I'm crossing paths with, whether it's personally or professionally. Some of these individuals are um, only known to me online, like I research them, I read about them, but they're all known, unknown to each other they are united in their, through their unique efforts of still fighting the good fight for their fellow citizen and non-citizen. This series is my reminder um, as a public um, awareness project that um, we are, um, they are shining examples that um, it is still f worth fighting the good fight in America. Um, in many ways, these become these, and you can see sort of um, 
one of these figures behind me, looming behind me, um, these are the new monumental pillars in America. Um, pillars that stand dignified, that stand resilient uh, in the center of a crumbling society. And so uh, these individuals are in their own ways challenging um, the American landscape in order to change the American landscape. And eventually I'll get to 21. The first five will premiere this December at Art Basel, if Art Basel happens. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, time is running out really quickly. Um, and I want to make sure that um, you discuss a little bit more about specifically uh, both the pandemic and also the uprisings that have been uh, happening over um, all over the nation um, and any general observations or thoughts that you think are worth um, documenting in these few minutes that we have any reflections around these times sure i you know i feel so strongly about the moment that we are all part of right now um i feel that if we in america have ever wondered what the end result would be of um, several generations of distorted history, of uneducation, right, of unchecked power and balances, uh, of corruption that's gone unchecked. Here we are. This is what you get. And so I feel that unfortunately, uh, as uncertain and as um, trying as these times are, I feel that this, this is just a test run of what's coming because you slap on top of a pandemic, an unprepared nation, a nation entirely split and divided, um, and then you lay on top of that global warming, right? You lay on top of that mass migration, um, you lay on top, you add on top of that an entire um, universal um, uh, sort of uh, unraveling of systems Right? In my opinion, what we are witnessing is the unraveling of, of a system of supremacy that has gone unchecked for far too long. Um, but I will say that the one spark of um, hope for me is still to be found in fellow humans. And at our worst, we, if you just look closely, if you use that intuition as your own social antenna and pay attention, um, I can see the good. I find the good in others who are stepping up when, uh, when we need it the most, right? And so I have not lost hope in, in my fellow humans. Um, I'm not willing to throw in the towel quite yet. Uh, this, this, all of this, um, this place, the lives that we are living, um, must change, but it's worth fighting for in the end. Um, and is there anything before we end that I didn't ask you today or I didn't bring up that you would like to um, capture in this recording? Mm -hmm. I, I would like to say that, um, you know, it's been, I couldn't have asked for, I couldn't have asked for a better community of people, of, of fellow humans to be around um, 
than the ones that I'm surrounded by right now at Next Haven. They've really been, in more ways than I think they'll ever know, um, tremendous pillars of support, just knowing that their presence is here. Um, they're beautiful people, and, uh, and I'm really grateful to these fellow artists who um, um, have really shown me that, um, have proved to me that uh, we can all be better and we can all do better. Thank you so much, Vincent. It's been great talking to you. Uh, you too, Fernanda. Stay safe out there. All right. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.